Good morning. We're holding over here in Sifyuda and Perikudala. Yesterday we began the explanation on Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad that the whole channeling of Hashem's light of Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad and Baruch Shem Kevoid Machusa Liyoylam Voim, which consists of drawing the the Orient Soif, the infinite light that is renewed every day as it's drawn into the Olamos, as it says, Amachadish Betuve Bechol Yim Tamad Maitz Abedishis. We 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 have like a mini Rosh Hashanah every every day in that we're reaching for the undefined infinite light and bringing it down together with all the brachas of the day um, that, so what and, and from in, in those words Hashem Alekeinu Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu all the way down to Baruch Shem Kavod Machus it consists Merumas the entire Yishtal Shalos of the Oyer all the way down to the physical world of course in a very even clearly in a very general way and then later we have Shemayin Esrei, and as we learn later, where it's all specified into each sphere. But, um, so what causes, we understand, what, what is the, the, the essence, or what triggers, rather, the, the descent of this light? So yesterday we were learning that it's all triggered by Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael is our elevation of sparks of holiness from the day before. That's the idea of Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael is, uh, you know, I'd say, our, what we're, Ur uh, is returning light. We're elevating things from this world and delivering them and depositing them into Elokus. Sparks that were first disconnected are now rejoining its source. What, what are those sparks? He says the sparks are from the eating, involvement, he brings, he brings the Lama Tes Malachis, that a person is involved in this world. Our job and our involvement in the Lama Tes Malachis and everything that we're doing is only for one purpose, so that we can be involved, come close to a dislocated spark, and uh, like a magnet, pull it in, pull it into our, into our into our uh, uh, stash of sparks, into, to, you know, bring it into be malakated into into the person, to the neshama, to the neshama's, uh, and then from there, the next day, when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Achad, and we are including ourselves into the Yichud Velokus. So together with us comes those sparks that have supported our life. And they, become, they too become integrated into Achdas Hashem. That was the Nekudah that we learned yesterday. When we do that, that is Mo'orir, that's Allah Asman, that's the raising of feminine waters. And that is Mo'orir, Hamshach Asmad, the Hamshach of new light of Hashem, directly coming from Hashem, to illuminate, to shine, to bless, to invigorate the creation for another day. Right? However, he, but he's explaining how this is hinted to in the words Shema Yisrael. And he says, just the word Shema. Shema comes from the word Shem Ayin. What is the idea of Shem, Shem Ayin? And the Ayin is a large Ayin. So he's going to explain the meaning of Shem Ayin. So far he said that Shem Ayin is like this. The sparks that we're trying to get are 288 sparks. For whatever reason, that's the amount of Nitzutzis that have fallen in the Shviris HaKelem. Right? Initially, when Hashem created the world, He created, He wanted to have a world that there was going to be a job to fix. He wanted a broken world so that we can fix it. That should be our Avodah. If a world isn't broken, then, then automatically it is attached to Hashem on its own, because Hashem is everything. And then there couldn't be any choice of Uvachar Tabachayim, choosing life, because there wouldn't be anything else to choose. 
Therefore, the world has to present itself in a manner in which it's disconnected from its source. And we have Hashem in our neshama, we recognize Him. And we have a choice to choose, uh, choose Chayim or choose the opposite of Chayim. And that's where we go through life. But in order to be able to have that, though, it can't be evident that everything is a lakus, and that a lakus is the only reality, and everything that's the opposite of a lakus is death. It can't be evident. So therefore, what does Hashem do? Hashem uh, created the world in a manner that the world should be visibly, the way it appears, apparently existing on its own. In order to bring the world to a godless, mainly to, to create a world in a godless state. How do you create a world in a godless state? For that, Hashem realized, oh, he decided, he could have done it any way he wanted, because he's a kol But he decided that the way he would like it to be done was through the energy being broken from away from him. How did it break away from him? Through the mystical concept of Shri Sakemen. What is a Shri Sakemen? That Hashem emanated vessels initially that were going to design the light. Because Bechlal, every Hamshacha from Hashem into the world, like we're learning over here in the past couple of weeks, are coming through through vessels, they're coming through containers because the light itself, the energy as it emanates from Hashem is reflecting the emanator. The emanation of light is reflecting because the oil is always me'ein hama'er. So just like the sunlight is glowing and it's like the sun, so the light emanating from Hashem. And just like Hashem is pashat v'tachos apshitas, Hashem doesn't have any design. Because any form of a design would make a hagbala, would make a limitation on Him and Hashem doesn't have any limitations. So through the light is unlimited. And if the light is unlimited, if the light would be extended to the creation directly, there could not be a world that is fixed and, de- and designed and defined the way the world is. That's why Hashem feeds and filters the light through various vessels. However, the first pair of vessels that Hashem had filtered are called uh, toyu, uh, uh, the, the world of toyu. With those, with those vessels were not kalim to the intense oil that Hashem put through the light. And that caused the shvira sakalim. Once the Shvira Sakalim took place, Hashem, um, and those vessels, okay, that meaning the oil went back, the Istalkas oil, we can have that concept, that's why I'm speaking about it now. The oil retracted and went back into its source because there was no vessel. And the, the Kalim scattered and they broke and they fell down. And, and that became the source for physical, disconnected, fragmented world. And, for the, for, and that is also the source of all the Klippas and the Sitra Achra and anything that exists in a non godly state. It's because it's a shattered, a broken element that fell away from Elokuz as a result of that cosmic collapse of the shattering of the vessels. Then what happened? Hashem, however, did want to create Kedusha. Did want to create those who have a way. See, if Hashem would have just left creation just through Tayo, then the creation would never find its way back to Him. It would be disconnected and it would have no Redeemer. So there have to be elements in this world that are not disconnected, that are channeled and chained with a direct chain and they're, they're, cha- they're linked directly to their source. So that's why Hashem re-emerged Kalim. Those Kalim were brought to Kalim, can handle the light, and, and fed his light through that, which is, and that was the rectification. And now all entities that are being created through the oil that's coming through the vessels that have not been broken, so there is direct communication between the creator and creation. Those um, those um, those creations are attuned with their source. They are connected to their source, attuned with the cross. They know their source, and they therefore are sub- submissive to their or, or surrender to their mission and their kedusha entities because they know their source. That's one nikud I just want to say: the difference between 
um, what's it, the idea of shvirus hakelim and non-shvirus hakelim? Creations are created from the shvirus hakelim and creations that are created not through the shvirus hakelim in direct uh, path. And when we said the, ma- the main difference is, do they have an innate natural awareness of their source or are they disconnected from their source? That's the difference. So we know that kelim abeker oisiyos are words. And we know that words, let's say I take this mind. And you start reading. Let's say you don't know who the Machaber of the Maimer was. And you're, you're, you're just a smart, intelligent person. You know Hebrew. Someone did a little Chassidus, but he knows Hebrew. And he's reading all these things. He comes to the conclusion, first of all, he's getting I mean, a lot of it he won't understand. Let's say the guy is really, and he's seeing. He realizes that the Machaber over here was a, was a must have been someone extra, extraordinary, and he had all this knowledge and all this understanding. And uh, what happens if I take, if, what happens if we take Sif Yud Gimel? And we take all the letters that are here, and we scrabble them, the letters, and we presented just the letters in a in a in a, in a scrambled uh, manner. So, would anybody who's reading this, first of all, know any of the content? Aside from knowing the content, would anybody have any idea in who the machaber was? Could have been a little child. It could have been anybody who took a bunch of letters together and threw it in, without any organization. That, so that's the idea of shvir sakelim. It's your shvir sakelim is you're taking the oisiyos which form which form ideas, and you scatter them. You throw each piece individually. It doesn't have any, anything. Now, especially if you take each letter itself, each letter is made out of kavin, right? The Aleph has three kavin. That, if you break those as well, so the shattering goes even deeper, you don't even have an ice. So you don't have any content. All you have is matter. That's the idea. It's matter without content. And that's physicality. What's physicality? Physicality is a matter without content. Our job is to give it content. How do you give it content? When you take a piece of the physical world and you put it back into the place that Hashem says put it, then the content comes through it because it's part of a bigger thing. If it stands on its own, it's only, it's only uh, like for example, a vase. A vase doesn't only, it's not only a physical object. A vase has content. What's the content of the vase? The content of the vase is that it's made, it's a receptacle for flowers. That's the content of the vase. Take the vase and shatter it and break it and have pieces of glass. And let's say you have all the pieces. It's not that you lost any piece. You have all the pieces. Put it on a scale. Or put it on and put it all together. Put it all there. So you have the same material, but here you have only material without content. Because there's nothing to it. It, it. What is it? It's a shard. It's, it just is. It's brute existence without any, anything to it. But when you put it back together again into a vase, oh, now it gets its content back. So that's the idea of Shvir Sakelem. The Abish broke things where the oisios were scattered, and therefore there's no there's no design. It's just a thing. Our the Oh he put them yeah, he put them together in an organized in a, in, in a Hashem put it together in a semi organized way. And that's why we say Ashabar Lakim Lasais, Khazal say Lasakim, which means Hashem corrected it a little bit. That it has some, because it's, it's still a, a magnificent world, but, but the world as it is right now is still not presenting its true design of what it's really supposed to be. But when a yid takes leather and he makes it into tefillin, oh, now the purpose of leather has been realized, so now it's really exactly in the puzzle where it needs to be so that the story it's telling can be revealed. What's the story it's telling? It's telling the story about Hashem. Now we don't see in the world the story of Hashem until we organize it. It's still here. 
For sure. Because the Kalim are, the Kalim are not. First of all, the Kalim are not physical. The Kalim are oisiyos. The Kalim are divine letters. They're, they're, they're not. And he used them. Through them, he created the world. But I'll call upon him. How many sparks are there? 288 sparks. Now, the Kayach to fix the sparks is through the, is through the Neshama. Okay? The Neshama comes down into this world to elevate and to draw the sparks. The Neshama is a Chelek of the Shechina. And the Shechina, the name, the manifestation of the Shechina, the name Shechina, related to which name of Hashem is, 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 does the Shechina represent? We know that there are four, four types of manifestations of Shem Havaya. Shem Havaya has four levels. Um, either Shem Ayin Beis, Shem Samach Gimel, Shem Memhei, and Shem Ba. The Shem uh, Ayin Beis is the most elevated state of, of the Shem Havaya. The Shem Havaya, as he is Meir and Chachma. And then... It's filled with uh, Shem Ayin Beis. It's filled Mili Hayudin. It's filled with Yuds. A lower manifestation of Hashem's name is Shem Samach Gimel, and that's the way Hashem's name is Meir Bebina. A lower manifestation of Hashem's name is Shem Ma, forty-five Miloy Ha, Miloy filling it with Alephs, and then it is the the Shem Yud Kevavke as it shines in Teferis, and then the, the lowest manifestation of Hashem's name is the Shem Avaya as it is. Mayor in Malchus. And when it's Mayor in Malchus, it's Gematria 52. It's Miluya Hayan. The Hays are filled with another Hay. And then we get the 52. The Shechina, which is Shoychein Betachtoinim, including the Nishamas, that are agents of the Shechina, sparks of the Shechina rather, which come down into Behislapshus. They enclose themselves in the physical realm, in the realm of darkness, in the place where the Shvira is, and go treasure hunting. The Nishamas and the Shechina are called Shem Ban. So the idea is that Ban is Mesakein the Reish Peches. The Reish Peches Netzutzen are Mesakein through uh, the attribute of Ban, through the through Sviris HaMalchus, which is the Shechina, which is the Nishamas that come down into the world. See, the higher levels of divinity remain above. They don't mislabish. Only the Nishama comes down. And the Nishama is Oisek Binyane Gashmis. So that's the idea of Ban is Mesakein um, uh, um, the, the, the Reish Peches. You take the word Ban together with Reish Peches, you get the word Shame. So Shame, you get 340. So Shame represents the Tikkun of the Shvir Sakenim. Just in the words, in the Shin Mem of Shema, you have the whole concept of the purpose of Tikkun Olam. The famous big concept, Tikkun Olam, the Masakin of the world, that's what it is. It's in Shame. That's what he said. So let's read this quickly over here. Near Mazeb, Tevis Shema, this is uh, three lines. What, what you told us now is what we learned before. Yeah. I, 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 I was marich on what we learned yesterday, uh, but yesterday I was just quickly, briefly saying the con, not, 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 not describing what the Shvira is. And this is all hinted to in Shema. We're holding now four lines in, in Perak Yodalit. We actually learned a little further, but, and we're holding in the middle of the line, Venir Mazeb. This is Mirumaz, Betevis Shema. In the Teva, the word Shema, Shem Ayin. The Niska Bekavanas Arizal, it is hinted in the quality. The Shem, what is Shem? Ayin Reish Peches Nitzutzen. This is the 288 sparks. Ham is Baririn. And become elevated, Ayyadei Shem Ban the Tikkun. Through the name of Shem Ban of Tikkun. Uh, see, Shem Ban is already the tail end of the world of Tikkun. The world of Tikkun is the world of Atzilas. You have this, we have the, we have the rectify, the world that is unified with its source, not disconnected. And the last level of that is Malchus, is the name Ban. 
And how do you get how do you get to Shem Ban? Fifty two, because if you fill the haze with another hay, so Yud is twenty, because Yud is Yudvav Dalit, so that's twenty. Hey the two Hays give you another twenty, ten and ten. So that's uh, twenty and t- and twenty is forty. And uh, the v- the Vav the Vav is Vav Vav is twelve. So forty and twelve is fifty two. Shabili Hain Hamavaradoisan that does the beer. Kiban Varesh Pechas Bigamatriya Shame. Because if you take together ban and reish peches, you get the gematria of shame. The inyan and the idea is, if you should call inyan ashvira vahatikun, now he's going to say why, another reason. Well, why is it called shame? Shame is, we're saying shame means a name. What does that have to do with the word name? that it's gematria. It's gematria. What's it called again? Um, it's gematria um, three forty. They are good, but why? So that's at three forty. Happens to be shinman. But it doesn't have anything to do with the word shame. Shame means a name. So he says, yeah. He says, but the, the, he says because the entire, this entire, very interesting, I'm just going to say one akuda, he says, because the entire, both the shvira and the fixing, I mean, this whole avoid that is happening, both the initial breakage and the fixing is only taking place in the name of Hashem. Because in Hashem itself, it didn't affect at all. Hashem wasn't affected by the whole shvira sakelem, that it should have any impact on he, that he, that he had some kind of an injury, so to speak, and he needs to heal from his wound. That doesn't take place in him. That takes place only in the name of Hashem. If there is a shattering of the vessels, there is a disconnect, and there needs to be a refuah through the tikkun. Right? That's what. But Indian, he says, well, we should call Indian Ashvira Vatikun. The whole idea of the breakage and the fixing, is only to us. When we say but when we say Atzleinu by us means Be'erech Hasviris. In the realm of spheris, spheris is already shy to us because spheris was lachatchila emanated for us, for the world. V'olamais and the worlds, and he proves that that shviro is only in because the highest, highest level where the pagam reached through the shviris akelim there was a pagam, the highest, the most elevated state where the pagam reached al yedei hashvira, which happened through the shattering hurak bebchenas is only in the lights. The shvira was only took place in the lights. Va'afgam him, and even they loy nishtabruchas v'shalom. There was no breakage in the lights itself. Only the kalim broke. What happened to the lights? We mentioned earlier. They retracted. They went back to the source. But that's called a little pagam. The fact that it tried to manifest and it couldn't manifest. It didn't have a vessel. Like it came in, right? He came to the wedding and there was no one to marry. Right? The runaway bride, right? They retracted and went back up. Sparks from the light, which touched the kalim, fell down. So there's only a nitzutz. So it's only the oiras. But Hashem Himself, the emanator, the Hashem Himself, the whole shvira that there's no shaykes at all whatsoever in Him from the breakage. Because the oil, the entire oil, even the oil, the toyo, which was a very powerful light, that oil, compared to the ma'or, to the, to the luminary, where it's coming from, is kalachashiv. has no value, it's like nothing. And just like there's no change in the sun itself. So you'll say, well, hold it. The fact that he wanted to emanate light and direct it to the world, and it wasn't accomplished, that, that, that is a pagam in a sense, because his will was not, was not realized. 
says, no, it doesn't, it's not that way. First of all, it was, it was his will that it should break. That's number one. But something deeper than that, he says something deeper than that, the Shemesh is not actively, the Shemesh is not actively projecting light. The Shemesh is not involved in projecting light. The Shemesh is, is, in, is light is coming from the Shemesh as if it's happening on its own. Not it's, happen, it's happening on the own. The, 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 the illumination that's coming from the sun is not that the sun is involved in saying, I want to shine light onto La Brea Avenue. And to say that if the sun, if, 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 there's, if, there is, if there is clouds, if it's a cloudy day and light is not reaching La Brea, then the sun is having a hard time because it, it's, it wants to do something and someone is getting in his way. No, it's the idea that all of creation happens vinivro. It happens as if it happened on its own. And compared to, the, to Hashem himself, he's not involved at all, at all, at all, at all. All of creation happens effortlessly. There is no involvement. There's no, there's no, see, when you're involved in something and it's not working, there's a frustration. But if you're, if you're not involved in something and it's happening, that's why it says, Hashem commanded It was created as if it happened on its own. Example, a magachir, a, a teacher is trying to give over a shir, trying to give over a concept, and the students aren't getting it. So after a while, the teacher gets frustrated. He's trying to be mashpia, and the makabal isn't getting it. Worse than that, someone is standing and interfering. Someone comes in, you always have it when you're, in, when you're a rebbe in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you always have a kid in the hall, another rebbe threw the kid out, and the kid comes to the window, and he's peeking in, and he's distracting all the kids. I remember that. And this kid, you know, so he's wandering the halls, and he's distracting the kids in your class. So it gets very annoying. It's very frustrating because the mashbia, the mashbia can't get through to the makablam because there is an anon, there is a cloud that's blocking. How about if someone is learning for himself and people are eavesdropping? He learns for himself. He's learning loud. He's not being oisek and being mashbia. He's learning for himself, but he's learning loud. Like Yidin used to learn. He's learning with anigin and he's learning loud and he's saying the word and he's explaining it to himself. And there's someone outside trying to listen. And then there's someone else coming distracting the, the listener. It doesn't in any way affect the person because he's not trying to be a mashpia. I, the guy is listening, the guy is listening but it's not like he is oisik. Because he is learning, there is light emanating and someone is enjoying that light. So that's the same idea. The Eibishter's light is not coming in a manner that he's oisik and mashpia, even though it's coming willfully. It's not like, it's, the mashalim that I said are not exactly correct because the mashalim that I said are manners where, it's a, where it, the, 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 the mashpia has no control whether the hashpah will go out. The sun has no control whether the, whether the rays will come forth from it. But by the Ebishter, he has both milas. He controls, he decides he wants the light to come out, but when it's coming out, he's not being oisek in it. It's happening and therefore it's not affecting him whatsoever what happens to the light. If it's yet coming or not coming. And that's why he's saying, uh, uh, just like this, ain't shinoi there's no change in the sun. This that the onan is, is hiding it. And therefore, Reish Peches Uban. That's why the Reish Peches and the Ban, Shehem Ashvira Vahatikun, which they are the breakage and the Tikun, Nikra Shem. They're called only Shem. Shukamashal Hashem. It's like the muscle of a name. Just like a person's name is not Negea to the Etzem. A person doesn't need his name. If he would be alone, if you're living alone on an island and you're never going to come into contact with anybody, you can forget your name. A name is only to give a it's like a handle that other people can identify and right? It's not negative to the And so it says, Ani Havaya Hushimi. 
Havaya is only in my name. And therefore the entire Shvira, Shvira and Tikkun is only in Shem Havaya, in the name of Hashem. That's why we're saying that, what's, what's the word Shem? 340, we said before, represents both the Shvira and the Tikkun. The Reish Peches. There's one word that tells the whole history of, of, of the world, Shem. Because it's the Shvira, the Reish Peches, plus the Tikkun of the Shem Nun Beis. Nun Beis equal to But that's only in the name of Hashem. It doesn't touch the essence. So it's only B'Shem. I was also thinking that that also could be. I'm, I hate, I, I don't like I'm making, I can't say I hate because I do enjoy it, but it's still, I don't like to say things that I don't see. The word shame, if you reverse it the other way, is mush. Mush means budged, moved away. La yamish, mush means to move away. This is the element of divinity that has moved away, sort of emanated outside of the essence. That's a mush. And over there, there is the shame, which is only the name. And over there, there is the whole give and take of the whole avoida. It's only in the name. Mush, yeah. And that's where the mush, yeah, it's a big mush. Now, where are we being elevating it to? Where are we elevating it to? Now we know what we're elevating it to. See, there's three things over here. There is what is being elevated, the 288 sparks. Who is elevating the name of 52? That's the Nishamas, the Shechina, uh, our Nishama that's still, it's from Oilam Atikun that is fixing the Reish Peches. Now the question is, where is it being elevated to? That's the, that's the ayin. That's the large ayin. We're raising things back up to the ayin. So the ayin is a very high level from where the sparks fell. It's representing the, the kalim of tayu from where the initially the, the, art, the sparks have fallen. And we have to get them back up there. We're lifting the sparks up into the large ayin. What's the ayin? The ayin are the seven midas because ayin is seven D. So it's the, the root number of it is seven. Uh, the seven midas, and seven are representing the seven emotional attributes of Hashem. Because from there, from those seven, because it's the main shvira happened in the seven midas. It was from there where the shoresh of the shvira took place. And since each one is, includes ten of them, that's why they're called ayin. Venikri Rabasi. Why is it a large ayin? Why not an ordinary ayin? Why a large ayin? Kihain Bebina, because the Shvira took place in, in the realm of Bina, the Midas as they are in Bina. Because we know that the mother, she's called Aim Habanim, she's the mother of the children. And the Shvira took place uh, in, in her. I guess some kind of a uh, miscarriage took place, a, a cosmic miscarriage, that the, that the Midas were broken while they were still in the pregnant state. In Bina, in Chachma, there is no Shvira. But we remember we, we said, and that's why it's also we know there are eight kings that died. The Shvira Sakelim, um, it says, no, actually seven. Vayimlech Vayama seven times, and the fourth, the eighth one is the one who is a Tikkun already, uh, Hadar, who mentions in Parshas Vayishlach. It mentions the seven kings who died of Esau. The Midas when they are still in the Seichel are greater. The midas that are in the heart, ki halev ena makabel raka ara bilvad, because the heart is only receiving only a ray of the midas, so that's so that's why it's a regular. It would in the heart it would be a, a small ayin, when it's in the mind it's a big ayin. The zeu shenikra hamidas shebelev. That's why the midas and the lev are called the air anpin, the small face. Once they're in the heart, it's already small. When they're in the mind, they're they're very big midas. 
because it's all brief. It's a symptom. It's contracted. They're small letters. When they're still in Bina, they are large letters. And that's the large ayin. That that is the that's the address over there. Who over there is where we elevate the sparks up. And that's the ratza. We're racing with our yearning to cleave to Hashem. We're racing back into the ayin and bringing back whatever the peklach, whatever we collected during the last, yesterday's day. We're, re, we're redepositing it into the large ayin. And when we deposit over there, it causes it stimulates a flow of Hashem elikeinu Hashem echad baruch shem kavod malchusa the ayin avod. And we get the whole thing. We get the whole thing kicking. All by, all by shame. I am. So, in that sense, we also had a big bang theory. That's Every, everything in, 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 that is out there in the world has a Shirish and Kedusha, it's just twisted.